best shit ever anyway this is thursday throwbacks don will don cusack and high fidelity couple things to start talking about this album or planning a show around this album actually caused me to go watch the movie so i'm going to talk about the movie in a second i just watched the movie for the first time and then listened to the album to kind of see how they correlate. So there was like a lot of shit when the album came out that I just didn't get because I just saw the movie in 2016. But before we get into the festivities, thank you all uh, for the support. Thank you, Hypnot Records, for the support. Um, thank you, German Side, if you passed it on for the support. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to try my absolute hardest to go four for four and have an episode out next week the final you know part of the legendary quadrilogy i don't think that's a word but i just made it up it's the thing that comes after a trilogy uh four straight episodes i'm gonna try but uh there's a lot going on like aside from doing the podcast thing aside from doing a day job thing aside from doing the husband thing there's a lot going on i'm not a cat out of the bag type nigga so I haven't really discussed it publicly but I'm all the way up alright nothing can stop me I'm all the way up okay um Don kind of knows Don Will kind of knows what's popping because there was something dealing with what's popping that was supposed to happen that was supposed to be legendary related and I told him about it 
And then the next day, the people I'm working with hit me up like, oh, my bad. You know, we're already doing something legendary related, but I'm still, let's just say I'm in good company right now. Uh, as far as my, my writing is concerned, if, if I didn't already say that, I'm, I'm a journalism person. Yeah, I'm all the way up. All right. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to uh, get that next one out. I mean, I'm, fuck it. Spoiler alert. Next week's episode will be, if it comes out on time and everything, next week's episode will be Shea Grand. Everything's good. Ugly. If that, if I get it done. Okay. But there's a lot going on right now that's keeping me busy doing these podcasts. Don't pay the bills. And the other things that are going on, I'm not a, you know, again, I'm not a cat out of the bag kind of nigga, but things are going on. It's, it's helping with the bills. I'll just say that it, it's considerably helping with the bills. Okay. I'm all the way up. Uh, I'm not going to give any numbers. I mean, I don't even know I'm talking about this. Anyway, it's time to get into this episode. So High Fidelity movie starring John Cusack. A movie starring a lot of people, a lot of like, like I didn't know that much about the movie other than it was about like a dude who was really into music. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I kind of related a lot uh, to to some of the, probably not to the extent that Donwell related because he made a whole album about it, but I related to some of the situations that dude had been through, uh, to some of the quirks. And I'm going to talk all about the movie and I'm going to talk about, you know, the songs and how they tie into the movie. And, you know, fuck it, I'll, I'll give you a synopsis of the movie. Here goes. So, uh, basically, it's a dude who he's like, I don't want to say midlife crisis. I think he's like 26 in the movie or something. I don't want to say midlife crisis, but a dude named Rob Gordon, uh, he's trying to find his place in life and a lot of his struggle relates to the opposite gender okay a lot of his personal struggles relate to the opposite gender and uh he's like kind of prone to self-sabotage and he's just had a lot of just bad history with women and he's trying to figure it out you know so on and so forth so he meets this girl named laura and she becomes kind of, I guess you want to say, the love of his life. I mean, he's, he's dated a lot. He's done a lot of, you know, I guess he's done some dirt. He's had some dirt done on him. Uh, good movie, though. Good movie. What what I appreciated about it was it kind of reminded me of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, by the way, is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, High Fidelity kind of reminded me of Ferris Bueller. He was like a less uh, and older because Ferris Bueller was like set set in like high school, like kids graduating from high school. Uh, he was like an older, less swagged out, less secure version of Ferris Bueller. Like Ferris Bueller was like the coolest dude of all time. I saw that movie as a kid and was like, I want to be Ferris Bueller. I'm sure like to some degree me going against the grain and speaking my mind and just doing me. I'm sure that seed was planted when I saw Ferris Bueller. I was like, yo, that is the dude I want to be when I grow up. And here I am 30 some odd years later. But, um, yeah, so it's set in Chicago. And it reminded me of Ferris Bueller in the regard of, like, uh, dude is talking to the audience, like, speaking to the camera. I don't know if that's called breaking the fourth wall or, like, I don't know that much about, like, you know, cinematic terms and whatnot. But uh, it's a good, pretty good movie. 
Uh, let's see here. So yeah, that, that kind of sums up who Rob Gordon was. Record store owner. Enthusiastic about music. Kind of like encyclopedic knowledge of music. Kind of like, let's say, Questlove or Mad Lib or Peanut Butter Wolf. Like somebody who just has all the damn records and they know all the damn music. Um, and that's not me to any regard. Okay, we're going to use this episode to kind of clear up uh, some misconceptions about me, like if you know me or if you know of me and you have different perceptions of me, some of that will get covered in here too. So, uh, Jack Black. I'm not really a Jack Black type dude. I feel like you're either going to be... I mean, of course, you know, you can find them both funny, but I think you're either going to more so lean towards Jack Black or Will Ferrell. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have one dude out of those two that you prefer over the other. I don't know if Jack Black... Fuck it, let's say Jack Black is a Drake and Will Ferrell is a Kendrick. Um, I think, and why I call Jack Black the Drake of comedy, I think he kind of overdoes it at times, like trying to make people laugh. To the point where it's like, yo, I I didn't really find that funny, but everybody else finds it funny. And, like, I love comedy, so I'm, I'm not being a contrarian. But I will say, Jack Black low-key stole this movie. Like, I've not seen a lot of Jack Black shit that I found, like, just overly funny. But, yeah, he killed it in this role. Alright, he was he was just an ass. I mean, he was, like, the com- the comic relief, because it's, it's a semi-serious movie. But uh, he was, like, the asshole record store employee that will just give you a hard time and it made me laugh because i think people think i'm like that okay just because i'm like somewhat serious about music i'm not at all the person who like looks down on you or like the snob to the level like yo i'm looking down on you because you never heard whatever like let's say marauders or low end theory i'll just be like yo i i really think i would be like i really think you should check it out okay you should check this music out Jack Black, his character in the movie was all like, fuck you for not hearing this music. Or like, your tastes are shitty. Like, a lot of people have shitty tastes, but I don't really, I don't really, you know, be bugging out off of it. I'd just be like, hey, we got different tastes, but I don't really go in on anybody for having bad tastes. So Jack Black, he was just the, just like the misanthrope, that's the big word of the day, the misanthrope music enthusiast to the level of like yeah he would like shit on you for not knowing what he does about music and that and that's part of the you know the reason i do this show that to kind of educate you know people that have not heard some of the albums i fuck with or you know or just to remind people of how dope some shit was and some shit was not i've made tapes for women like he, he had a hobby of making tapes for women in every like tape had to be different yeah I, I did that for like pretty much i'm married now but i did that for pretty much every woman i've ever like seriously been invested in i made them a tape of one including my wife uh every woman i've ever been seriously invested in i made them like a tape or a cd and each product like I, I never like just oh gave you the same cd as the last girl now each one had like some different music on it uh so and I didn't even know this was like, I'm sure it was a thing, but I didn't know it was like a thing to the point of 
like this was happening in like with fictional characters and whatnot uh in movies like i guess that's a thing like music lovers really do when they're feeling a girl two things the movie hammered home for me how number one how ridiculous it is to obsess over music it was kind of like for me i took it as like a parody of like music nerds and people that are like super duper like to the point of people that are like ornery assholes about music i mean there's a lot you know i don't really care for about the present state of music but again i use this show to celebrate dope shit from the past and you know education something more constructive and productive okay than just oh griping all day about music so um yeah the movie showed me how ridiculous it was to obsess over me i mean it's 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 normal to love music okay or to be passionate about music but to like obsess over it to the, to the level of like the record store dude uh it, it was a it was a little much and then the movie also showed me how ridiculous it was to obsess okay over woman uh i mean it's perfectly rational and normal to love a woman to care for a woman or to like really be into a woman but to the point of obsessing i mean every man probably does it to a degree when like his feelings are into a girl and they're going through problems or they just went through a breakup um but like we'll, we'll get to you know we'll get we'll get into the movie as the album goes along so 15 minutes later and shit uh the album Don Will, Don Cusack and High Fidelity. Really good album. I will say, I kind of had to rerun this album. I kind of had to play this album again, like, for the sake of this podcast, because it it was not an album that particularly stuck with me. Not for any lack of quality music. Like, if the album wasn't good, I wouldn't be discussing it today. But at the time when it dropped, the album dropped, I don't know the date, but the album dropped approximately March 2010 because it leaked right before South by Southwest that year. And, you know, I'll discuss how that all ties in. But when the album dropped, it was like a precursor to my life being in complete shambles. So let's say about three to four months after the album dropped forget about it my life was just in utter shambles there's a song called shake it easy i believe yep it's called shake it easy that i'll be discussing on this out on this uh podcast here and my whole life was shake it easy four months later after this album dropped so basically my life was in such shambles that i couldn't really appreciate or it might have hit too close to home for me to like really listen to the album um you know at that time like you don't necessarily want to hear an album about what you're personally going through if what you're personally going through like sometimes music plays the role of getting you through something but you don't want to hear like an album like, yo, this is what I'm feeling right now. Like if, if it's like a song or an album about some like painful shit, you don't want to. At least I didn't. I didn't, I didn't want to go through that. 
So I just kind of stopped playing the album uh, for a while. I mean, I was I was playing Shake It Easy a lot because that's what I was going through. But other than that, like, I just don't want to hear no, no, like, positive songs about loving women and, and whatnot. Anyway, uh, let's see here. So, Laura's song starring, well, the video starred uh, Jessica Nicole of, I mean, she's she's been in a couple of things, but let's just say Jessica Nicole of Scandal fame. She's been on... Scandal. If you watch Scandal, and there's a, I don't, I don't want to speak out of place. I don't know her, you know, ethnic makeup, but let's say a Hispanic-looking woman, uh, that is she plays Javi's mom and Huck's ex-wife, I believe. And like, I'm a faithful Scandal watcher, but I don't know the the exact breakdown of the relationship between Huck and whatever her character's name is. Um, yeah, man, she said, "Fuck being a starving artist. I'm gonna go get this TV money." And she low key blew up. Shout out her. I mean, I've been in the same venue, you know, a few different parties, you know, as her, but I've I've never spoken to her, never really met her. Um, yeah, so like the song, Laura's song, Dope, I believe it's produced by a dude named Astronaut uh, from, I believe he's from France. Pardon me if I'm getting any of this wrong. And Astronaut, he produced a song for Kendrick, I believe. I believe he produced, what did the black man say? A piece of mind. You know what I'm talking about, the Kendrick shit. Uh, that he did that on, like, I want to say Stephen Colbert, and then he did, then that showed up on Untitled Unmastered. I believe Astronaut had something to do with that song. Uh, let's see. But yeah, the song had a line about going through his phone, contacting Nexus to find out what he did wrong. And again, this was something that really happened in the movie. Like, a part of the subplot was dude trying to figure out, like, he was kind of placing blame on himself for you know his woman issues and he was kind of trying to find out like yo what did i do wrong you know for you to break up with me what's wrong with me etc etc uh let's see here good song though uh i appreciated the album because it had lines from the movie you know actual dialogue from the movie you know don kind of re recreating the movie if you will Top five breakups. I believe that might be a Von P produced song. I don't know who produced it. It sounds like Von P. My bad if I got it wrong. Uh, it was just kind of like Don retelling, you know, the movie or his own spin on the different things that the character in the movie dealt with. Contacting all the women to find out. You know, to go over their past and find out what was wrong. So on and so forth. Championship Vinyl. This was like a low-key, a legendary song. Uh, this was just like they were re-enacting the roles of the record store employees. The, the name of the shop in the movie was Championship Vinyl. Uh, Vaughn had a line that I did not get until I watched the movie. He ends his verse. I'm headed to meet Roseanne and Dan next week. The girlfriend in the movie of one of the employees. I believe she's on a show called I can't keep up. The View. Something like that. Yeah, I believe she's been on that. She was basically Darlene 
the goth chick, the, the chick that was like super depressed, and then she got with like the grunge dude. I don't know, I don't remember his name, but he was like a uh, a dude who was like kind of he just looked like the Seattle grunge scene, and he dressed in like plaid, and he was like the the kind of bad guy, but he was like a pretty boy white guy. You know what I'm talking. If you fuck with Roseanne on that level, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, dope song, uh, in song featuring Opio. Opio of the guys that made. I believe he's from the guys that made. No, he's not. Opio is not Souls of Mischief. I think Opio is Hieroglyphics. He's somewhere in that mix, okay? Uh, I'm I'm admitting to not being like up on my West Coast underground shit like that, but he's he's somewhere in that loop, okay? Hieroglyphic Souls of Mischief, somewhere in that camp. Uh, this is a back crack classic. Now, what I want to say about Ian's song and a message. I mean, Don's character on the song handled it better than the album is like. high fidelity fan fiction if you will okay like is this song is kind of like what if he approached it this way because in the movie dude did not play it cool at all okay and uh like he was just and this is something this is just a piece of advice to like guys out there especially if i have any younger listeners um you can't be super duper in your feelings especially if that especially number one if that's not your girlfriend um or especially number yeah number one if that's not your girl number two if you had no chance of beating ever you know and number three if that's like your ex and it's been what's a fair window of time y'all broke up Let's say three months ago. Okay, if it's June now and y'all broke up in March. So here's here's the three um three things you shouldn't be in your feelings about. If it's not your girl, if you just somebody you can't kind of casually dating or, you know, somebody you just go out with and you, you know, you might take her out and you're trying to get there, but if it's not your girl, if you know good and well you had no chance of beating and if y'all broke up like three months ago, you cannot be in your feelings about a chick fucking another dude. Like, I was going to say Don Cusack. John Cusack, uh, Rob Gordon in the movie, he was just super duper in his feelings. Like, kind of almost badgering this chick about like, yo, did you fuck him? Did you? No. Like, I get it. You know, that's your that's your ego as a man. But you got you to kind of just ride that shit out. Okay, so in the movie, um, Ian, played by Tim Robbins, I believe. I had to look it up because to me, he looked like Billy Bob Thornton with the ponytail. And I was like, wow, everybody's in this movie. But uh, Ian stepped to him in the, I was about to say barbershop, in the record store. And he was like, yo, dude, just cool out, you know. And... Basically, in the words of Cameron, get off the bitch dick, man. 
here that is uh cameron was like just clowning a jamaican dude on a skit like all of cameron's skits are are real life uh so here that goes hello yo this cameron yo who this Your pum pum. What do you mean? That's my pum pum, my girl. You got to take out her stomach style. You better watch yourself, style. I'm not even gonna play again. What's your pum pum, dog? Y'all virgin. Me not tell you again, style. That's my pussy. You for yeah. Watch yourself, style. Who the fuck is you talking about, dog? What are you talking about right now? Virgin. Word round yes, sir. Is y'all mingle with my things, style. Nah, take them type of things, star. Straight up and down, Bridget. Hey, yo, kiss my ass, blood clot. All right, Bridget. Watch your little kitchen, star. Enough, enough things are gone. Get off the bitch dick, man. Fuck the bitch, man. She on my dick anyway. Why you call me about a bitch that's on my dick, Ross? Yo, Bridget, rude boy shot and I'm playing with them queens, star. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, rude boy shot us. You done seen shot and you done call me with this Jamaican shit, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Why we buck off, boy? Why do we buck up, boy? Things are popped. Yeah. Disrespect the masses. But not take that lightly. Fuck the fuck out of here. Cameron tapes his real life conversations and, you know, real life phone conversations, he'll put them on his albums. Alright, so yeah, Ian was like, get off the bitch dick, man. And he said. He, he just basically, you know, he was the white hipster Goldie, basically. He was like, you know, you, your bitch chose a pimp. She chose up. Like, get over it. Or in the words of Nori, your bitch chose this pimp in. Yeah, that, that's, a, um, that's another Drink Champs reference. You got to listen to Drink Champs. Nori's show is like a hundred times better than mine, but that's it's it's very funny if you listen like for some reason he pronounces pimping he'll say pimpin it's pretty funny uh go listen to drink champs after you listen to, to this so basically don handled it better than john cusack did he was just like you know it is what it is but like i'm, I'm tight at this dude but like i can't be but so tight uh yeah dude was just like obsessing like no woman in history and he, these are things i've been through like but i was much younger like no woman in history is having better sex than she's having with him like you cannot lose sleep if that wasn't your girl if you didn't stand a chance of beating and y'all broke up three months ago you can't lose sleep over if she's fucking who she's fucking like as long as it wasn't like a dude that just outright disrespected you went behind your back you know trying to shit on your name to, to get with her you can't really be in your feel like if she just chose to fuck somebody else that's her choice okay i'm pro-choice in all regards abortion whoever you want to fuck that's your business ladies all right do your thing yo on a, on a brief segue yg I'm not here to talk about YG today, but his new album has a song that's like so ignorant, but it's funny, but it's a song like called, I think she wants to be a nigga or something. And it's, it's hilarious. 
Like the levels of disrespect on that song is like so hilarious. But um, on a brief, on another brief segue, Don Will he loves woman. Like he's had like okay he was raised on Too Short, but I feel like Don Cusack and High Fidelity was like a love letter to the ideas of love, the idea of relationships, the idea of, you know, really loving woman. Like, the most rational thing is, of course, to, to compartmentalize. Yo, another brief segue. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place today. But, yo, this is the most... I mean, it's not really epic to y'all, but it's an epic story from my past. I was, like, 22, and... I met a 15-year-old, okay? This is my boy's cousin. He was 15. I don't remember where he was from. Maybe somewhere from the South. And he said some shit that blew my mind. I was age... Again, I was age like 22 and he was 15. He said some shit that blew my mind. He said, man, it's real simple for me. I treat my bitches like bitches, my hoes like hoes, and my young ladies like young ladies. And he was 15. I was like, yo, this dude is a child prodigy. Wherever he is, wherever he is, shout him out. We met in like 2002, so that would make him like 29 at this point. I hope he's doing good. I haven't, you know, kept track of him. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, um, the most rational thing is to compartmentalize whatever your different types of relationships is. Like whether it's just something casual, whether it's just something serious, or whether, you know, whether it's just something undefined. But Don Will really, like, loves women. Like, he, he can kick it with a woman, like, platonically, like, yo, that's just the homegirl. Um, and, like, not a lot of dudes have, are able to do that. But you got to be, you know, you got to have a different kind of level of experience with women. Or enough, you know, real respect for women to where it's just, you know, like, oh, that's just the homegirl. But I'm I'm about 30 minutes into talking right now, so I'm not gonna hold y'all up all day. Uh, Shake it easy, classic. Uh, like I said, it it leaked 2010, the week of South by Southwest. I got to this venue that Tanya Morgan was performing at, so I was up to him, and uh, I don't know if I was like saying like sorry the album leaked or whatever. But he was like, yeah, it is what it is. The album leaked or whatever. And I was just like, Shake It Easy should have been seven minutes long. Like, it's too short. It's like an interlude length song. And I know how all the kids say vibes and shit like that today. But this song is like vibes. Like, for real. So I'm, I, that'll be the first song. I'll, well, two songs I'm going to play here for you. Shake It Easy and Love Junkie. The Transcended Race Remix. My nigga Don Will transcended the race with the Love Junkie Remix. That's the new hot shit for 2016. We transcending race out here. Uh, Love Junkie Remix featuring Wallpaper. Niggas transcended the whole race on this shit. I fuck with this song. I fuck with the Love Junkie Remix so heavily. Like Don almost... I'm not going to say he apologize like he doesn't release music that he has to ever apologize for but like he kind of thought i would hate it or something he was like yo i'm 
he was like, yeah, I, don't, I really don't think you're going to fuck with the remix, but, you know, it is what it is. And I heard it. I was like, nigga, I love the remix. Like, it's like a Maroon 5 song with a Brooklyn Addy nigga, with a Cincinnati nigga from, that lives in Brooklyn now, rapping on it. It's like a Maroon 5. Like, he should have been... Like, I've had visions of that being his Grammy performance song right there, the Love Junkie remix. This song is really fucking good. The original came out on this album, and it featured a dude named Harlem's Cash. I got segues all day for y'all. I'm not going to spend a long time on this segue, but Harlem's Cash was a dude that got swept up in what I like to call the... For lack of a better term, I'm I'm just going to call it the Kendrick wave. He got swept up. Uh, like when Jay-Z dropped, you know, when Jay-Z started bubbling, started getting hot, it was like over for a certain class of people. You had your Mike Geronimo's in the world. You had your Royal Flushes of the world. You had your... I don't know who else, like Shabam Sadiqs of the, and this, the, I'm not firing shots at these people at all, but you had, you had your people that, like you had to take one of two paths when Jay-Z started blowing up. You had to either, you know, stick through the storm and just let this other man have a shine and just keep doing your thing, or you kind of had to fall to the wayside. So the, there were just names that were just bubbling, you know, around 2010 on the internet, and then when Kendrick hit his stride in like 2011 with Section 80, 2012 with Good Kid, Mad City, it was like, yo, you either got to keep doing your thing or you just going to fall to the side. So like names like Donis, names like Donnie Goins, names like, I believe there's a dude named Curtains, uh, XV, Charles Hamilton, but he, you know, he had his own set of issues to deal with. Finale, um, I think he took, he said he took like some time off to raise his kid or whatever. But but he was bubbling in 2010, and Finale put out an album last year, I know. But, like, you either kind of had to, you know, keep going hard at that point or, you know. Luckily, the Lessonary, for the most part, they kept going hard. But 8th one. Now, again, these are all people people's music I kind of respected. Uh, but uh, the, the other two dudes from the Diamond District, XO and YU, I mean, I know they're some of these people are still doing things on the underground level but like odyssey kept his his wave going okay despite you know kendrick trump just kind of taking everybody's attention uh but harlem's cash was was one of these these dudes like another name scotch davis i mean he's 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 in la now he performs monthly there, there's a really dope producer slash musician named jaris mose uh he has a monthly like showcase and scotch davis is a part of that and he's like still you know doing his thing here and there but at that point like it was either like go extra hard or you're just you know you're you're out of here but uh harlem's cash he was one of those kind of uh he was in that you know that wavelength and then it's just like where is he now uh but love junkie remix the transcended race remix song so damn good that you got to kind of show him love as a black man. White people have to accept. Like, he's not... Like, the, they would say, this is not like the other kind of rap that we don't fuck with. This is the... I'm... I'm 
I'm lightly firing a shot here. The Love Junkie remix is like that the Hamilton of just dope songs and shit. We're just like, oh, even white people gotta fuck with this. Alright, so Shake It Easy and the Love Junkie Transcended Race Wallpaper Remix. Let's go. Yeah. Got my mom's done pissed They all wonder where you went And blaming me for the split Cause I'm pretty hard on women But I try to treat you different Karma should be all forgiven But I guess you were repentant You exist If I let you I just wish I could forget you But every time I get close You creep back in I don't regret that I met you Just the way I left you If I could I send a letter to myself back then Saying hold on tight Cause these hoes ain't right And the long head trips Affect your whole damn life It's a cold world Believe me Got me shivering and freezing Maybe even shaking But you know I won't shake a reason Cause I can't Shake it easy. Man, I can't shake it easy. Look, I can't shake it easy. Yo, I can't shake it easy. You. I hate I can't forget you Regret I ever met you Cause I can't shake it easy You exist if I let you I hate I can't forget you Regret I ever met you Cause I can't shake it easy You exist if I let you And I hate I can't forget you Cause I can't shake it easy So tell me what I need to take Maybe I need to drink Maybe I need a drink Or two But I feel great. I feel like a new man. I feel so much better, in fact, that I go right out and sleep with Marie DeSalle. How could this have happened, you ask? How does he do it? How does a regular guy like me become the number one lover man in his postal district? He's grumpy, he's broke, he hangs out with the musical Moron Twins, and yet he still gets to go to bed with someone like Marie DeSalle. My scope like Ivy was here Play like an adult in a drink over there And that go pump make her take no 
focus If I blow this, she won't focus We so focused Riding on the fast song Like we got our pants off Yeah, yeah Love junkie Feeling for the feeling Get a rush from her touch It don't matter who she is Long as it's us going home My bed so cold And she's so warm My head messed up Since she been gone But we all got issues Nothing's wrong With a night of love And life No static clink Cause a well done clink Is a beautiful thing Come on. I'm addicted to your touch When you're near me I lose control And we ain't never met Baby, I'll need you tonight I'm addicted to the feeling But somehow end up at the inside And I can't find the love The love, the love, yeah But I make my home while I lay my crown You can be my queen at least for now And if the ocean wet, I like to drown Condoms, life jackets, bring a pimp too Shit happens, if it does Sorry, Miss Jackson, I gave me a shot And I took a John Paxson Rob it all for the glory Wait till I tell my niggas a story Looked in the spot 140 Left out 2 a.m. with shorty The look in her eyes was treacherous I mean trash, it was naughty Was it OPP? Probably was sharing this camera I can't pay body I'm addicted to your touch When you're near me, I lose control And we ain't never met Maybe I'll meet you tonight I'm addicted to the feeling But somehow end up empty inside And I can't find the love The love, the love I think I need another hit I probably won't get over this quick I'm over here bent, hurting shit If love is a drug, then I need to do a script, prescription I'm feet for that So now I'm running around town trying to get the feeling back And a girl see me out and y'all report back Say I'm out having fun, but man, who wants that? Uh, I won't lie, the sex was good But I take love over that if I could And I didn't really want to cut it But it was the closest thing to the feeling that I could find Yo, sometimes I'm out my mind I can see clearly that love is blind Hope she takes me back, but she don't respond Cause a well done is a beautiful thing. Uh. I'm addicted to your touch. Yeah, yeah. When you're near me, I lose control. Yeah. We ain't never met. Maybe I said a well done thing. Addicted to the feeling, but somehow end up at the end time. And I can't find the love, the love, the love. Yeah. December 27th not a whole lot to say about the song I mean it, it deals with like something really personal like a family member passed and you know that's what he needed to do to get that song out like I you know you, you can't really judge or assess that that that's what was necessary for that person uh to make breathe dope song about you know dealing with stress um uh, and whatnot dope song though uh I see you. I'm gonna play this definitely. Dope song that I forgot about, featuring Reagan Fikes. I was cool with Reagan Fikes around the 2009, 2010ish era, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, we we were cool. Like we we spoke on the phone a few times, and it wasn't like no you know nobody trying to holler or nothing like I wasn't even 
you know, I wasn't interested on that level. I mean, nothing against her. She's a lovely woman. Uh, sings quite beautifully, don't you agree? Word to Kanye West. But, um, yeah, we, we, were, we were cool. And uh, she plays a big part on this album. Or enough of a part on this album. And I don't, I don't know what's going on now. Uh, I haven't spoken to her in years, probably since around the time this album was popping. I don't know if I said something on Twitter that, you know, that she didn't like or she didn't agree with or who knows. I mean, I'd be pissing people off every day on Twitter. Not even not even trying to. But shout out her uh, wherever, you know, whatever's popping with her. Hope she's good. So here that song goes. So you folks go on. Yeah, sound good to me to go on. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful to go on. Go on. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sizing up my life. Seeing what's right with so much wrong, trying to block my sight. Feel like it's all going on and I'm moving despite. But I swear it wear me out. I'd be too tired to fight. It's no help in sight. And nobody got answers. She felt just right. But it wasn't what I planned for. I held hope tight for as long as I can. But embraced the beat, face the beat, and became a dancer. Hard to hustle harder if you don't play smarter. Got a partner for my partner, and I probably take the offer. Cause she know me very well, better than I know myself. Pushing me to make changes off the cushion of complacence. Yeah, you gonna suffer if you're trying to excel it ain't no easy way around it dog save yourself change your life before we change you yo i took a look around staring from there yeah i saw you What it's like, the old Don gone, he's nowhere in sight I feel a lot more grown instead of chasing my likes I'm all about what I need and I'm picking my fights I know wrong from right and I make my own answer She feels just right, man, that's all I can ask for It may sound like I settled, switched up my stance But it's no such when love and war is all fair, bruh Hard to find a partner that'll help you hustle harder But she compliments me well, trying to help me go farther And I know her very well, an extension of myself Book of me to new places since we stopped playing games it, Yeah, you gon' suck if you're trying to excel It ain't no easy way around it, dog Save yourself Change your life before we change you Yo, I took a look around Staring from there Yeah, I saw you sounds boring but but it wasn't it wasn't spectacular either yeah it was just good yeah but really yeah again uh reagan fikes on good song with shay grand said hughes and don will i wanted to find this said hughes song called the mighty but again that's just another 
you know, I was speaking earlier about waves that that just got swept up and swept away. Like, if your shit was just, like, on Z-Share and, like, one link went to, like, every block. Like, if one link went to two dope boys on Smash, not right, and every other site and it was all the same Z-Share link, that shit is dead. Like, if there was only one link created for a song or for an album and you don't have it on your computer, that shit is dead, Okay. That shit is all the way just fucking nowhere to be found. Uh, the industry and shit, they shut that shit down. And you know, your shit is dead. So I wanted to play The Mighty, but I can't find that on the internet. I mean, they got a couple songs together. But I'll fuck with this song. Uh, yeah, I definitely fuck with Good Leading Lady on another dope song I forgot about. Uh, it's... It kind of sounded like a, a little bit of a Kanye West kind of like old school soul influence. Old Kanye West era soul influence on the beat. I fuck with it. Uh, Pussy rules the world. I don't want to get the name of the group wrong. I feel like it's the Temptations or something like that. Where the hook was borrowed from. Pussy rules the world. I feel like it was the Temptations because the temp Whatever... 70s soul group that was that, that did that that song came on pandora a few years ago and i was like wow that's what don will used on pussy rules the world anyway i was on a couch again that same day when i got to south by southwest four o'clock in the afternoon approximately on a couch i want to say it was on congress street like one of the main streets if you're a south by southwest veteran i was on a couch uh, screaming at the top of my lung, niggas just want to fuck, because I was just having time in my life in 2010 in South by Southwest, screaming niggas just want to fuck, anyway, yeah, I've only been on the couch like two times in my life, uh, I'm not really the bawling out type, or standing on a couch in the club, ridiculous type, I've done it twice, uh, that day at South by Southwest, and at my homeboy's birthday party in Hollywood, we were on a couch singing... Kendrick Lamar backseat freestyle. You know what I'm talking about. Goddamn, I got bitches. Wifey, girlfriend, and mistress. The song featured Mike Strove, super dope local act uh, from LA. And Bad Luck. Fun fact a homeboy connected me to Bad Luck about, you know, the possibility of doing my podcast. Reached out to him last year. Like, I have Bad Luck's number in my phone. Reached out to him last year. Have not heard back. He's either too busy or he just does not give a fuck enough to do my podcast. But, you know, it is what it is. I got his number. Uh, you know, maybe down the line he'll he'll be on my podcast. Fun fact, though. He sh- yeah. Like, we briefly exchanged text messages about the idea. He was like, oh, for sure, I'm with it. And then it just never happened and that was like last year i reached out to him so never heard back from him but uh maybe you and i another banger he shouted out aeon at the end of this banger that's all i could say like it sounded like some stevie wonder influence kind of hip-hop shit i fuck with i'm gonna play this right here again it's interlude length but it's dope here that goes
it alone, talk to you on the phone. Late night till the sunrise, surprise, right back to where we started at. So I made my point A that we never make it to point B. Wait and see exactly who I'm supposed to be. I know who you are to me. Soulmate, no way, so great. Hope, fate, don't play. Gave you to me for a reason. Shit, fate, can't wait. Fears late, I won't shake. No fate, gave you to me for a reason. Soulmate, no way, so great. Hope, fate, don't play. Gave me to you for a reason. Right, wrong's right, alright, let's get it in the open I swear my dear, you can have it how you want it anytime or where Just tell me what you need, yeah. and promise me you won't retreat True. Shared fate, can't wait, fears late, I won't shake No fate, gave me to you for a reason Soulmate, no way, so great, hope fate, don't play Gave you to me for a reason Shared fate, can't wait, fears late, I won't shake No fate, gave me to you for a reason Girl, girl, featuring K of the Foundation and Uzi. Again, just where do these people be going? Like it'd be some dope people, and then you just don't hear from them no more. Like where's Uzi right now? She's spelled U Z O Y. If you care to like try to find her old music, I believe she's from Houston. Uh, she's made some dope shit, and just you you just stop hearing about people at some point. Hey Baby closes the album. Another song by Reagan Fikes. I mean, this is like just all singing. Uh, just, he just kind of took it up out of here uh, with a soul song. But overall, dope album. Dope movie. Um, I mean, they like whoever scored the movie did a really good job. Like they had Rock Him, I'm Curious playing in the background. No The Ledge playing in the background of one scene. They had some De La Soul shit playing in the background. Dope movie. Uh, good album, good movie. I've talked for quite some time. I'm sure I'm going to do a little bit of editing on this and cut it down. So, yeah, I'm, I hope y'all enjoyed. Pardon me, okay, if I if I talk too much and I just annoyed the fuck out of anyone. But I do thank you for tuning in. And, you know, this has been another edition of Thursday Throwbacks. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I said... I'm going to aim to get the Everything's Good Ugly episode out next week, but, you know, real life and real money issues or real money matters have me kind of all over the place right now, kind of scrambling like, yo, how can I do the shit that's like for my personal fulfillment and, you know, and how can I balance that with the shit that's lining my pockets, all right, so... I'm going to take it up out of here for now. Tell a friend to tell a friend. SoundCloud.com slash Thursday Throwbacks. Go on Radio.com on Twitter. All right, I'm out. Peace.